Welcome to Before I Die, episode number one. Very, very cryptic title. I understand that. Uh, 2019 was a really weird year for me. Just a little bit of a backstory of why I want to do this. I want to make sure, for selfish reasons, honestly, that everybody knows what I what I think of them, or more importantly, I want everyone to know what I, how, how you've helped me, how you've benefited me, I think more than anything. I don't want to have to, uh, this, this is stemming from, a, 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 I'm stumbling through it right now. This stems from what happened with Kobe Bryant, seeing all this outpouring of love for him and all the things that um, he meant to people. And I, I firmly believe that he isn't getting, which is very sad. I, I know how me having this view on life is so depressing. I know. I trust, I live with it every day. Like you, you, sometimes I feel like I get judged for the beliefs that I have. The beliefs that I have are like, I'm happy, don't get me wrong, but like the idea that I don't have this what if or this is going to happen after life is a very hard thing for me to struggle with after a majority of my life thinking that there would be, but I, I want people to know, I don't want to be over somebody's grave, letting them know what I thought about them, good and bad. I want them to know before that. So mainly this is going to be people that have been a positive influence in my life, inspired me in some way, changed me dramatically. So it only made sense to start off by talking about my my wife, Katie. And the weird thing is she's usually the one when I just want to rant because we want to talk about it now. I always had a very strict rule that the we, which once again sounds stupid, the we was a real thing. Uh, there was never going to be a podcast where it was just me. So that's why I'm kind of making this sister podcast that's going to live on the we want to talk about it now feed. Um, it's called Before I Die. So I feel like it gives me an excuse to just pontificate about all of you. Uh, the the listeners that I, I do have, and then if there are people that I talk about that you don't know, highly recommend getting to know them in a non creepy stalkerish way. But starting off with my 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 sweet sweet and, and loving wife. Um, first off, I'm recording this the day before your birthday, so super cheap birthday gift. <laughs> Everyone kind of knows a little bit more about me. Don't worry, I'll I, I'll spoil you in a number of ways. So we're going to France. Don't 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 worry. Like we'll I'll, I'll take take good care of you. Man, it's it's really weird. So been married going on seven years. Uh, been together for over eight. And man, what what we have gone through. Uh, lots understatement yeah everyone goes through ups and downs and, and things like that like the the start to our relationship was really really tough and it, it took me a long time to fully recognize and understand the amount of pressure that I put on you at the beginning of that of our marriage ripping you essentially away from your home from your friends and family people that you were comfortable around to take you to a place where you you have family cousins things like that but you didn't have that built-in support system that you were used to having your entire life. And for some reason, I blamed you for it. Uh, I blamed you for, for your depression, and I, I just had that super short-sighted mind of, 
like just get over it like our lives are like i know that we i would say this a lot back when i was a very angry person alex you're still an angry person no i'm not trust me everybody and i would just be like just get like just get over it not really fully understanding what you were going through it took me a while to empathize sympathize and and get past that i think there's a lot of growing that both of us had to do in the last seven years that has gotten us to to where we are now did a lot of things that that annoyed me at the time did a lot i thought this was going to be a positive thing alex that annoyed me at the time but that guy was just someone who got annoyed at everything and so i don't it's not it's not who I am anymore, which is like really weird to think about how much we've changed and like how much we've grown over time. Uh, it would be devastating to lose you. The loneliness podcast that's coming out um, on on Sunday was recorded because of you going on your trip. Now, just I was I don't I'm happy that you went on your trip. I want you to go on lots of trips with people. I want you to enjoy life. It doesn't always have to be with me, but come into like a partial realization of how how comfortable we get as human beings or like we have this relationship where it's so nice we never have anything to worry about there's someone who's always there for us to care for us listen to our complaints just be an overall support system when times are bad and then to have that taken away at some point, whether it be through accident, natural causes, divorce, personal choices, etc. how hard life would be uh, because you just get so used to it. You get used to, it's like we, what we were talking about, like you, you, you always clean the bathroom. I, I do all the car stuff. I do all the annoying little things you don't want to do. You do all the annoying thing, little things that I don't want to do. And then we share the stuff that we both hate. And we just have a really great symbiose. And to take that away would be, I know I would, I'm not stupid. I know I would survive, but it would hurt so bad. I just can't even imagine it, cliche. But I really couldn't because we have these things kind of in a groove. Like we're in a really solid groove these last three years since I I came back from L.A., and like, you're just one of the most kind, compassionate people in the world. Like, I, I know that people probably always view us that way. Like, oh, Katie's so sweet and Alex is such a dick, which that's fine. I don't mind that at all. You really care what people think. You really care about making sure people feel comfortable. And you're very similar to me in the sense that we both want things to be just in our in our way of viewing things and i don't know there's just you give a damn about so many things that i i could never care about but that's also because i'm a sociopath (laughs) i'm your sociopath but the creepiest the creepiest line to whisper by the way I'm your sociopath. Up your sociopath. Anyways, I just want you to know that I love you. I want 
I want the world to know who I got let it show. I want everyone, everyone else to know who does listen to this. I don't want to drone on and on about it either. But you, you go to, you work hard, you went through school and made money at the same time to help grow what we have currently. You are going to be a fantastically annoying mother. <laughs> I already know, like you're just, because I, I already know I'm going to have to be the hard ass, which sucks because I, I hate being that person. More than happy to do it, but I know that you're just going to baby the shit out of, <laughs> out, of, out of whatever kids we end up happening to have. And you're going to be great at it at the same time. Uh, you, you, were, you were born for it. Not, not to say in the sense like biologically, like just who you are as a person, cleaning up Lucy's vomit, Lucy the dog, my parents' dog. Like you just, no need to ask when, when something is needed, you go ahead and do it. It's easier when someone does ask you and they let you know that something is going on, but there's never a time where you won't step up in somebody's darkest moment, including, including myself. I've been... Like, I'll, I won't forget, like, probably, like, the first time I cried in front of you since we had our talk about p potentially getting divorced. But when I found out about Ryan's brain cancer, uh, my my close friend, and just, you just held me while I, while I sat there and cried and, um, and dr tried to drink my sorrows away, which just made me more and more sorrowful. Does not does not work like you think it does, ladies and gentlemen, and it makes you fat. <laughs> but you were there. You phenomenal baker. You made me cookies to make me feel better. You make me cookies like every day because I love them with with milk. There's no other way to fall asleep without a cup of cookies and milk. And you just always want to entertain too. You want people over. You want to associate with them. Like that's literally the only reason I think you want to move is because we need more space so that we can have more people over. Uh, yeah. Like it's so funny. Like I'll, I think, I don't know if I shared this story with you, but on that long walk I took with your dad, when I was talking to him about, about you, the potential of getting married and things like that, because I thought, because still at that time, the thought was men own women, which I no longer believe. But there's something on that. There's a number of things I will never forget from that conversation. And there are things from that conversation I have told you. But I don't know if I told you this. He, the thing that he said was your most positive quality was your loyalty. Which was it's kind of surprising. Like I don't, I don't think parents normally are that good at pinpointing what their child is best at and like specifically that like loyalty is so I would have never that wouldn't that would never be a, a, an adjective that I would have expected and he's right like absolutely spot spot on super loyal you you get onto Katie's good side she will love you until the end she will let you make mistakes and come back from them she will forgive she will be bluntly honest at times 
and it can hurt, but it is never meant with ill intention. And I just, I'm so happy that we made it through those. I wouldn't say horrible. Like the, they really weren't that bad. Like, but the really tough start to our marriage that just the classic cliche of turning coal into a diamond, just all of that pressure finally spat out something where we, we figured out how to, how to make it work for both of us. I learned a lot of empathy. You learned a lot of courage and we're at where we're at now. So consider uh, this part of your birthday, birthday celebration. Know that I, I love you, not only me, many people in, in, in the world care, care the world about you. Whenever you feel alone, know that you aren't, that there is always someone who cares about you, not just me, like tons and tons of other people would at a moment's notice drop whatever they were doing to ensure that that you're okay. And I just wanted to thank you for everything that you've done for me thus far, all the things that you'll do for me in the future, and looking forward to whatever lies ahead. So before I die, I just wanted to say thank you.